0: Welcome to the How Great Events Happen podcast. I'm Cody. And I'm Brooke, and we're coming to you today from our respective home offices in Portland, Oregon.
1: Well, we've got some awesome news coming from CVent, don't we, Brooke?
0: We sure do. As you may already know, our annual user conference, CVent Connect, is all about bringing people together for incredible live experiences. Even though we're not meeting in person this summer, Cvent believes in the power of live. So we're excited to announce Cvent Connect Virtual.
1: That's right. This two day event taking place August 25th through the 26th. We'll give you the opportunity to hear directly from industry leaders, such as Cvent CEO and founder Reggie Agarwal, and attend any of our 28 live breakout sessions, discussing everything from virtual and hybrid events, to safety and security, to event marketing and program strategy for when in-person events resume.
0: We'll also be hosting virtual meetups and appointments with both Cvent and some of our industry partners. And Cody, you want to know what the best part is? What? What? It's all at no cost to event and hospitality professionals.
1: It's free? That's amazing. <laughs> I can't wait for the entire meetings and events community to come together. Make sure to secure your spot today by registering at cventconnect.com virtual.
0: I cannot wait. Cvent Connect virtual coming to everyone this August 25th through 26th. Just go to cventconnect.com virtual to register for free today. Over the last couple of weeks, we've talked to some experts about what our listeners should be focusing on for their career as event professionals.
1: Yeah, and as part of our series on career planning, today we are talking to Paulina Curto, the Manager of Meeting and Events, and Amanda Greenspan D'Souza, Meetings and Events Planner, both some of our favorite colleagues here at Cvent. They are part of our Global Meetings Management team planning both internal and external facing meetings, conferences, and trade shows.
0: That's right. And they're here to give us some tips to dig into the unique skill sets that are relevant to event professionals during these times.
1: Yeah. So let's get to our interview with Amanda and Paulina. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining Amanda and Paulina. You guys are both podcast veterans, but for those of our listeners who maybe might not remember, can you quickly remind us how you came to work at c
2: Sure. So hi everyone. My name is Amanda Greenspan D'Souza. I have been at Steven for almost two years now. I originally was a customer of Cvent and was a longtime user of the product itself. And when I moved to Virginia from New York city, there was a job opening on the meetings and events team. And I jumped right on it and had the pleasure of being on this team ever since.
3: Hi, everyone. Uh, My name is Paulina Curto. Um, I've actually been with Cvent for just over six years now. Um, Started out in my role managing our trade shows and currently now oversee our marquee events programs, which include um, luxury hosted buyer events, um, as well as our two um, large-scale annual user conferences. Um, Prior to my... Uh, career with Steven, I was uh, managing events for a nonprofit association. And, um, you know, I've really enjoyed my time working with Steven and being, um, you know, on such a cutting edge planning team. We're really lucky to have a large group of us supporting our events program.
0: You guys have an amazing team. We love working with you. Um, And I know Cody and I, we feel like our jobs have changed in in several ways over the past couple of months. I mean, even this podcast has evolved quite a bit. I can only imagine what's happening when it comes to event planning and execution. So can you guys tell us, you know, last eight to 10 weeks, how has that meeting planner role changed?
3: You know, it's funny. Um, I've gotten this question, you know, a number of times in the last few weeks. And a part of me wants to say, you know, Nothing's changed, but everything's changed. Um, And when I say nothing's changed, I say that because really as event planners, we've really had to rely on being agile, being able to adapt, having a sense of calm and chaos. And so I feel like we were set up to manage um, this new normal uh, really well um, with a certain suite of skill sets. Um, but at the same time, you know, our role has evolved. Um, you know, the in-person events have have really dwindled and, and we are really leaning into this virtual environment, this virtual space. And I'm hearing the term event producer um, referred to more regularly than event planner which i think it resonates really well um, it resonates with me and I, i'm sure it resonates with you amanda um, i i definitely want to stress though you know we're le- we're leveraging what i consider traditional skill sets we're still you know sourcing vendors we're still you know negotiating contracts we're still you know project managing um, and and what's really changed is the skill set. Like I said, um, you know, we're doing it from, you know, behind a computer screen. Um, you know, production has changed. Our partners with whom we're working with have changed. Um, you know, I've found a lot of opportunity and partnership with peers and marketing um, that I haven't traditionally worked with um, on a consistent basis. So I, I think, you um, you know, the people whom we're, we're coordinating and producing events with um, has certainly changed, but I think it's an opportunity for innovation and, and creativity.
1: Yeah, I love that, Paulina. Everything's changed, but it's still the same at the same time. It's kind of a, an odd place to be. So in terms of in-person or virtual, how should event planners be thinking about their events now? And how can they communicate this and their brand to their stakeholders?
3: I don't think all events are created equal. And I think... Um, What's important is to understand which events lend themselves to a virtual environment and and which ones don't and so that's really Having a good sense of what your goals are for the event and and harnessing what the scope is of that event Um, I think those are the first things you need to think of out the gate when you know you're in this position to pivot your programming um But I think leaning into your skill sets that you have um, you know uh, Amanda has been, you know, producing virtual events for quite quite some time now um, as part of our internal program. So I, I, I think um, she can give some insight as to how we have have been doing this for a while and and what people need to to think of when when they're they're pivoting. To emphasize on what Paulina was talking about, uh, every year we have
2: uh, what we call a HQ In Week, uh, where we bring all of our sales. Per- our sales teams and uh, everyone who's local to the HQ area as well as people fly in for this event. It's about maybe 1,800 to 2,000 people in person. We also have about 2,000 people who are watching remotely uh, as well. And one uh, program in this week is our company-wide. And to kick it off, we do a global shout out where each office signs on, uh, does a live streaming cheer and wave and uh, throwing up props that are representative to their office location. And I think total with 14 different offices plus four additional remote, uh, purely remote based employees, it was like two minutes and 30 seconds. But (laughs) that whole planning period took about six weeks. Uh, it was like five rehearsals, hundreds and hundreds of emails and Slack messages also went into producing it. So uh, the, this virtual event that we hosted in and of itself was, uh, was like a, a really big baseline for me of, of, of getting together what tools you need and what resources to make available to yourself for hosting virtual events.
1: Yeah, you bring up a really good point. I'm sure it took a lot of collaboration internally and you've probably worked with a ton of different departments in Cvent. Can you tell us a little bit about how you've had to adapt to working with other departments to go virtual?
2: Yeah, so the first question uh, is that I would that I ask myself is like, who's my dream team here? Who are the people who uh, are gonna be able to get me the information that I need and provide the tools and resources? for producing this event. Um, More often than not, I turn to our very trustworthy and reliable IT department. Um, I've partnered really closely specifically with our AV team on this. And uh, with them, I've actually learned uh, other components to hosting virtual events that I wouldn't have necessarily thought of prior, such as uh, your venue's bandwidth speeds and what their uploading capability is on that computer. You know, it's uh, when in, in hosting live events, it's not really top of mind to make sure that uh, that either the internet is running at a certain megabits per second. So when you're going and planning these virtual events, you have to take in consideration this whole other thing, uh, you know, the whole new demographic of what people are seeing from behind their screens.
1: Yeah. And and so you guys are the planners really who support all of events, internal events. How have you guys adapted as meeting planners, you know, in this more virtual age that we're in right now?
3: I think the way we communicate across teams um, has certainly changed. Um, You know, uh, Amanda and I, we participate in our team or weekly team meetings. And I think there's such thing as as this Zoom burnout a little bit. I think we all were really quick to jump on the Zoom bandwagon and see each other as much as possible to try and fill, fill that physical void. And so I think finding new engagement tactics um, and spicing up traditional team meetings, um, You know, finding different times of day to get together where it's not just the end of the day where you're meeting face-to-face, but perhaps it's an early coffee chat like we do with my team. Um, and Amanda's brought some, Um, you know, really exciting and fun ways to engage with the team. I don't want to steal your thunder, but I mean, why don't you jump in and share what we did in our last team meeting?
2: Sure. So I think um, everyone here has heard of Jeopardy. Yeah. So (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) maybe you've heard of that little game. Um, So I made a version called Meopardy, which stands for meetings and events. Eopardy (laughs) and... It was a fun game uh, also bringing together uh, highlighting our own skill set because I took questions from the CMP handbook. Uh, Also, you know, giving a little bit of a knowledge boost to my team. If anyone was interested in pursuing their own CMP. These are the types of questions that you could be on the lookout for
0: So besides becoming a Mepfordy expert, maybe I got that right. Um, I think there's probably a whole range of skills that uh, meetings and event professionals, event producers, event technologists are learning because of this pivot to virtual. So if you guys had to recommend, you know, three or four skills that planners learn now to enhance their resumes and just help with their day-to-day, what would those be?
3: I think one would be um, leaning into your existing network of, of partners and vendors um, and, and sort of hearing what their best practices are um, as it relates to the virtual meeting and event space. Um, I know I've been kind of hosting these conversations to you know have a sounding board of ideas and and what the new capabilities or or um, Kind of trends if you will are and you know i've been thinking about this like i mentioned before as an event producer we're looking at virtual events from the perspective of almost like a tv set Um, TV show environment. You know, it's not the theatrical general session with the huge screen that can kind of do a lot of the talking and experience for you. We have to really um, engage on a more intimate level through this small computer screen and small camera experience. So um, leaning into your production AV and production um, partners and and seeing, you know, are there cool camera angles that you can do to leverage um, more engagement or or more exciting um, viewing points um, you know are, are there more engaging tactics like Q&A polls um, you know uh, one of our peers on the event marketing team and I participated in a virtual conference and um, had the opportunity to speak with the event organizers after it and listen to some of their takeaways from it and you know there are some formulaic best practices that you can implement like you know every seven or so minutes um, incorporate some kind of video or polling uh, Q&A so that it's not exclusively presenter or presentation that the the viewer is looking at but it keeps things um, you know fresh and people's attention spans we're fighting with that right now Um, you know it's a very limited attention span for um, a general session which is sometimes a 45 or longer um, you know programming segment so um, I would think about uh, you know, bouncing ideas off of your partners and vendors, um, think formulaically, um, but also try and keep things fresh, um, you know, keeping in mind att- uh, truncated attention spans, um, and, and and being authentic. I think if you start to force things, people start to see that there's a, a repetition. So, um, you know, try and, try and be as innovative and creative as you can be, but also maintaining some kind of authenticity. Those would be my tips for now. Wait, is there a great camera angle that we should be
1: I was just considering thinking that. with
3: engagement?
1: What is that? What's that golden yeah, camera I, I angle, need, Paulina? I need
3: this information. I, I'm still, I'm still doing my my diligent research on that. I'll let you know as soon as uh, I
0: okay. Probably the selfie <laughs> angle, like as high up as you can get it. You know, the all I know lightness. is you should look
3: into the light.
0: <laughs> Got it. Look into the light. I love it. So we ask the same tough question to every single one of our guests and you guys are going to get the opportunity to answer this as well. Now this is if you could leave one takeaway or one piece of advice for our listeners when it comes to career pathing or skill development in this new normal, what would that be? So for me, it would be, uh, get creative with the tools that you have
2: on hand already. Um, I, for example, am a huge Slack user. Uh, and what I've learned recently is that Slack is a lot more than just the messaging um, my colleagues internally. It can be used for polling and crowdsourcing. Uh, you can even play tic-tac-toe on it. Uh, don't worry, Pauline, I don't do that during work hours. <laughs> um, and it's, it's also great for historical data and getting conversations started.
1: Perfect. Well, I love it. Uh, before we let you guys go, is there anything you guys like to promote or share with our listeners on the podcast?
3: We did just recently launch our um, annual user conference. Uh, Cvent Connect Virtual has gone live. So certainly encourage all of our listeners to register <laughs> uh, if, if they're so inclined. Um, it should be a really exciting program um, and really looking forward to bringing you all an engaging experience. And
0: not just because I work at C event, but I will definitely be there. There's just something about an event that is put on by event professionals that work for an event technology company, right? Like really takes it next level. So should be really exciting. And for our listeners, of course, we will include a link so that you too can register for C event connect virtual that will be coming up in a few months. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. This was really fun getting your insights and I'm sure our audience appreciated it as well. So thank you. Wow. I always love talking to those two.
1: Yeah. And after we stopped recording, Paulina was telling us about how they created a Slack room to be used as a war room. Just another example of how technology is becoming more important than ever.
0: To get more episodes and exclusive content, head on over to cvent.com slash podcast. Check out the episode description for a link to additional resources. And if you want to register for Cvent Connect Virtual. And if anyone out there has some ideas on how to position yourself to being the best candidate, please let us know by emailing us at podcast at cvent.com. We'd love to have you on the show.
1: And before you know it, we'll have another great episode. So we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.